Hey everyone, welcome back to another podcast episode, Impossible Until Possible. Today we are back in the life segment and I have Lorraine Hardy with me, who we'll talk about how we got connected initially um, shortly, but um, she is a life coach and just chatting offline there has so much to give. Um, So first and foremost, Lorraine, thank you very much for joining us today. Hi Ryan and thank you for the invite. Exciting to do another podcast. I love it. I love talking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I've got a flight to catch later on, so we'll try and keep it uh, <laughs> uh, short and sweet. But um, I want to dig into you. Just a bit of background for the listeners: you uh, deal with traumatic patients, basically, and that that's in the main. And try and, I guess, pull them from from dark situations. And what we see on Instagram and you know podcasts and things like that is always the good side of things. And um, I think a lot of people are afraid to open up and tell their dark stories. I know I personally had a dark story probably five, six years ago, which most people do know about because I do open up and tell people, you know, I was depressed and had to seek help to try and move forward. And ultimately that's ended up getting me to where I am today. So I'm grateful for that. Um, So first and foremost, I wouldn't mind digging into the darker stuff uh, because I think it's important for those listeners that maybe are feeling that way and don't really know where to go and that's something that you coach and work with people on of you know all abilities um so what how how would you see what how do you see life you know let's just start there you know in terms of a an overriding picture how do you see life and the way people weave through it do you know i think life's really hard for a lot of people and um I was one of those people who found life difficult to manage and I found relationships quite challenging and being vulnerable and open to people. And and I kind of feel that life can be whatever you want it to be, but you have to have the ability to dream it. And sometimes you can be so bogged down and stuck because of something that may have happened to you that you then can't dream big. And it's that dreaming big and that ability to see what it is you want to do or what you want to be that then allows life to be more accepting and and allows life to give you freedom and um, happiness again and to feel content in life. Because actually, I, I spend a lot of time with people who are so not content with where they are or who they've become or what's happening to them. And that must be miserable. Like, who wants to live in a world where you just constantly feel like it's not worth it yeah that's that's horrid yeah and unfortunately there are so many people that are like that um and not any fault of their own either you know we're talking about people who have had experiences that have either blocked them personally or professionally because they can't get over what's happened to them and I think you know sometimes when we see people who are not living a fulfilled life if you don't understand the journey you might feel that they are responsible and Mm. to an extent we're all responsible for everything that happens right we're all responsible for how we respond to what happens to us but the Mm. actions of other people is what gets people stuck yeah for sure and um i mean it's you know we talk about there about dreaming and i think you hear it quite often that entrepreneurs always seem to have a vision in their head of where they're going. Um, 
and successful people. If you read about, you know, millionaires, billionaires, they, they've always had a vision. You know, they kind of see where they're going before they've even got there. Um, I know this plays out in my head quite a lot. I'm always mm-hmm. looking at, you know, and, and, and I think you've got to remain grounded in the present. So it's, it's quite a skill set to, to vision, but then obviously remain grounded. With the patients that you're working with initially, would you say that there's there's no vision there because they're so stuck in probably the past? Yeah, more often than not. I mean, they may have had visions at, at certain points in their life, but they can't see it clearly because mm-hmm. they don't they don't know who they are without that trauma. Mm-hmm. And so once you remove the trauma, and it's not, removing the trauma is, all, is probably a wrong description. We're not removing what's happened to them. We're putting it where it needs to be. And we're saying, thank you for that experience, but now I'm going to move on and I'm going to grow and I'm going to evolve to be a person who's not bogged down by that trauma. And then once they clear the effects of it, the negative effects, they then can see where they want to go and what they want to be as human beings. Yeah, and you said you said something quite interesting online, which I want to kind of dig into offline. Sorry, was I said is the majority of your clients avatar um, entrepreneurs because you said you have like three months of unlocking them, and then nine months where you work on their businesses. So I was like, oh, well, obviously you work with entrepreneurs, and you said not necessarily at the beginning. Do you want to just explain that yeah. a bit more? Yeah, definitely. So I mean, lots of people will come to me because they feel either stuck in their personal life or stuck in business because of the effects of an event or events. And um, so some of them are already people who are self-employed or have a vision of wanting to have their own business or that kind of stuff. But others just aren't. Others do a nine-to-five job because they feel the security around that blanket and, and don't want to kind of move out of it. Because remember, the thing about people who are still living with the effects of trauma is that they often don't have the headspace or the emotional capacity to take on risk. And being an mm-hmm. entrepreneur is about taking on risk. So one of the things I've noticed quite significantly in this last year is that once we do the deep dive and we give people the tools and the skills to manage their emotions differently and to take more control of what's happening to them. It then opens up a an ability in them to then want to be able to see life the way entrepreneurs see life because they feel ready. They feel that they've uh, empowered themselves. And once you feel empowered, you feel that you can really take on the universe. And so that's what's kind of happened is that lots of my people who weren't entrepreneurs then stay on for that next nine months because they want to become an entrepreneur. And, you know, it's easier to become an entrepreneur when you are working with someone who's already won, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you, the person you're working with has seen it, got it, the T-shirt, understood the mistakes, you know, so you can help people kind of do that journey. Um, a bit like you, when I first got to know you, like, you were like so way up there in the entrepreneur journey. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> just kind of beginning that process, really. Um, but, and, but that's how you learn, isn't it? You learn from other people. You get encouraged yeah. by other people's journeys. Yeah, well, model and success, I think Tony, Tony Robbins calls it. And uh, yeah. something that I probably do more and more of now, I always want to try and figure it out myself. Even with a bit of help, I always want to understand it. Whereas now it's very much just like, 
what are they doing great? How can I do it? What are they doing great? How can I do it? And um, being around those type of people and that, those networks um, is super powerful. Now, I the show, as the listeners will know, is all about what I call the trifecta game, which is you need your mindset and your sort of spirituality and everything like that in one place. You need your um, health and fitness in another place. You need your business actions and, and, and you know, dreams, goals, visions in, in another place. And you need your family, self-care time and everything else in another place. However, they all have to be matched because if they're not, we just don't operate at the best we can be. You know, we're never at peak performance. And I think it's really important for us to have, you know, I say all the time, there's no point being, you know, super fit and healthy, but having no money in the bank account because you spend your life in the gym. There's no point spending all your time at work that your kids don't even know who you are and they grow up so fast that they never really had a dad or a mom or whatever. So um, the trifecta game is something that I didn't have five years ago and probably led to my sort of, I guess, depressive state and, and wanting more and needing to change and searching for that magic piece of the puzzle to try and get me out of the situation. But once I discovered that, really you've got to get them all in play at the same time, um, then then things start to change and you start to see dramatic changes quickly as well. And I know, again, offline you touch base on going down the health and fitness route and that, that really start now opens up that this trifecta game. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's your sort of thoughts on that from, from personal experience and obviously coaching your clients? Yeah. Well? I mean, I think you do need to have everything in place for you to be at your optimum level. So um, so an example, so this week I'm going for a full body scan. I do it every five years and um, lots of people think I'm nuts, but I would rather be preemptive of anything in my body rather than wait for there to be a sign that something's wrong. Because once you get the signs, then you've got more trouble in fixing it. Um, so I do think it's really important that you your mind and your body are as well as they can be. And that can be really difficult for some people, time. You know, if you're working and you're a parent um, and then to be able to try and go to the gym or to eat well, all of those things take a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. However, once you find your way of doing that, you, my experience certainly is that you will then feel more in control of your abilities. Because if your mind isn't healthy or your body isn't healthy, then how can you expect to be able to control the outside environments? You just can't. Like you have to be well. And wellness is all about body and mind. It's not about one or other. Yeah. Yeah. And how would you, for for the listeners, maybe a sort of starting level of working on the mind because mo- most people just go through life accepting that okay I was born this is the DNA I've got and I'll just live with that but I think when you start working on yourself on your mindset on your on your health and your fitness then you know you, you start to understand that actually the way I was born doesn't have to be the way that I've got to go forward in life and I can actually change you can reprogram your brain you know I've certainly seen that over the last you know five years working meditating um you know the daily affirmations gratitude things like that are just little simple things but have huge ripple effects in how you start to operate think and before you know it you look back and think well the person i was 12 months ago i'm like 
not even that person anymore. Like, who was that person? And then, you know, you, you extrapolate that over time and all of a sudden you look back and think, I don't even know that person back there and who you are now. So how would you advise someone to go about just starting on that journey of improving their mindset, getting in a better place? Yeah. What daily sort of habits would you start to look to create? I think before you start any habits, you have to have a reality check of who you are. So how well do you know yourself? Because, you know, one of the things we all do is we take a lot of time to get to know our work colleagues or our neighbours or our friends and we listen to what people want. And But how often do we actually sit down and go, this is who I am, good, bad, ugly? Like, you have to have that clear understanding. And that doesn't have to be something that you broadcast to anyone else other than yourself. So just jot down, you know, where you are today, what it is that makes you tick. What are the areas that you would like to shift and change? Mm. Because once you get a picture of who you are, you can then start to put a picture together of who you want to be and where do you want to be. And then it's about little steps create. So like I always say, ripples of change create tsunamis. So once we start to create some little ripples of change, so you mentioned meditation and like they're great. Like before you get up in the morning, just spend five minutes just being quiet in your mind. Like, what do I need to achieve today? What are what is the one goal that I need to do? If is that I need to have a shower? You know, I mean, because sometimes some of my clients are so down that even that's that's a challenge. So what are the goals of today? And just spend those five minutes. Positive affirmations. I mean, we have them everywhere in my house. They're on the bathroom cabinets. They're in the kids' bedrooms, you know. And, and the other thing we all do is that every year we have a jar and every day we write something positive in it. doesn't matter. Even if it's I um, ate something healthy or had a phone call from a friend, it doesn't matter what it is, but every day we write something health, we write something positive in the jar. And then on New Year's Eve, we read them. And it's amazing how many wonderful things happen in 12 months. But often, mm. because they're little tiny things, you don't see them and you don't see the effects of them. So that's a really easy fix. Um, I'm also, like, I, I'm a real believer in holistic modalities. That's what I spend my whole life kind of being involved in. I'm not an advocate for sitting on a therapist coach for three years regurgitating everything that's happened to you I'm just not I don't think that that makes the change that's needed so you know find other holistic methods like emotional freedom technique which is a I don't know whether you know about it but it's basically a tapping exercise which uses the energy meridians within your body the thing about your brain is that your brain can't really do more than one thing thinking wise So if you're down in the dumps or you're feeling stressed or anxious or you're in pain, doing the tapping technique, which takes only two minutes, um, and you're saying positive affirmations as you're doing it, it physically alters the way your brain functions. It cannot be depressed and listen to positive affirmations. It can't do the two. So you alter, you literally alter the way your brain is thinking and you know you don't need to go and study EFT to do it you don't even need to spend money to find an EFT practitioner there's so much online now like YouTube 
go to YouTube, put in EFT for anxiety and watch someone do it and just copy, just model what they're doing. You know, that you don't have to spend heaps of money finding lots of different people to help kind of fix different stuff. You know, you can you can do it cheaply. So I think, you know, meditation, eating well, getting up early. We're really, we're all early birds in this house. Most of us are up by five. You get almost lots of stuff done before the world's even woken up. It helps create a greater space yeah. in your life. Um, yeah, and then just trying to do one thing at a time. Concentrate yeah. on one element. Don't try and fix the world. Just, just yeah, I think... Um couple of things there. The, the early game is something that I've deployed, uh, as you probably know, um, for five years now. So uh, I actually get up at 4.30 now. So I, uh, I just I find my productivity, my time to just be me, and there's no distractions. And I just get so much done between like 4.30 and sort of 7.30. And that's not always work, you know, it's my time and as you say their time to just reflect on who I am and where I'm going in life and what I'm doing in life and why am I doing it what's the sole purpose and you know I think these are all things as you say that we never even think about working on but when you do start working on on a daily basis five minutes here 20 minutes there five minutes there you do then look back 12 months or even six months you're like I've come so far by just one tiny little thing that I'm doing on a daily basis, which doesn't really seem like a big thing, as you say, a bit like the jar. And then you look back and you're like, wow, I've come so far. Um, I know for me, meditation, that when I am doing it regularly, which has been like almost daily now for quite some time, uh, 20 minutes minimum, um, sometimes a couple times a day, people have actually said to me, like, you've got a very calm aura about you. Like, I don't know what it is, but just being around and, and they're very, you're very present. When I don't meditate, I can feel the anger, I can feel the stress, I can feel. And then people also, you know, you're very uptight at the minute. You're very, you know, so even just that little 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes a day has such a huge impact because then that filters into all other areas of, of, of your life. And um, it is the, the daily, the little daily things that, make a massive difference to the overall end outcome. The problem is, in life, people want things so quick these days. They're not willing to just – they don't see, okay, I'm going to go to the gym in January, and by February the 1st, if I haven't got a six-pack, that's it, gym membership's gone. And that's, like, very relevant for where we are right now because that's about to happen. New Year's Eve happens, right, I'm going to the gym, like, all of January. I'm not drinking, da da So, well, if you're going to do that for January, why don't you just do that for the rest of your life? Yeah, yeah. Why, why does January have to make it an important time? Because, you know, without someone putting time, days, and dates on a calendar, every day is just the same, really. So, you know, if you, if you feel that important that you need to do it in January, why don't you just do it for the rest of your life? But so many people just, they can't, they can't stick to it because they don't see the instant results. Gratification, you know? yeah. And people do need instant gratification. You need quick wins, which is why sometimes if you're working on you as a, being rather than just business then then do some longer term and more short-term goals because Mm -hmm. then you will see that there are quick fixes I mean eating well I mean 
sounds really dumb or taking vitamins like I we have a you know every day we have to take oregano and we take zinc and we take high vitamin d and vitamin c and it just kickstarts your body and you know it may it may take a week before you start to feel better but do we get colds no yeah we don't and so so there are there are quicker fixes Hmm. but not everything is a quick fix and neither should it be because actually if you want to achieve greatness then greatness you wouldn't want it to be overnight what would be the point? Because then it's already there and it's done. Like it's meant to be a journey. Life is a journey. We're here for 80, 90 years. Let's make the most of that time. Yeah, that, that's that's such a great um what's the word? Phrase, you know, that why would we want greatness overnight? I mean, like, you know, it just really hits home that, you know, you, you then as you say you've achieved it, then it's like, what's next? What's the point? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um and that that is because I run a million miles an hour, you know, as most yeah. people. And um, and I do, I I accept that I can't have the instant gratification, and I am willing to put the hard yards in and continue. I'm I'm committed, and I think that discipline and being committed, I think, is the thing that changes yeah. people for the long term. If you haven't got discipline and you're not committed, then you will just have a quick fix and then you'll probably drift back. I mean, out of your clients, do you see that quite often where, where people do drift back? No, I don't allow it. Um, okay. So uh, if someone, so even if they only do the three-month program with me, I'm always at the end of an email or at the end of the phone. I, I wouldn't want any of my clients to feel that they couldn't call me because then we're then going downwards. Like I wouldn't want that. And they all know that I'm available to them. Um, it certainly does happen. Of course it happens, but um, I've been quite fortunate in that most of my clients will just call me and say, Lorraine, I need an extra session this month. Or can we, you know, can you re-teach me, I don't know, some hypnosis or something um, just to kind of stop that kind of spiraling downward. Yeah, yeah. But I think also the minute you have asked for help, you are ready to change. Mm-hmm. And I think you're, you're, you're accepting that it's okay to ask for more help. And that's, I think that is one of the biggest problems we have is people won't actually ask when they need it. But then once they have asked, they realized how easy it was. Yeah. And then go, okay, well, I mean, I actually have gone back to my original mentor from five years ago in the last three months. Wow. So because I started to see signs appearing again with the work-life balance getting out of kilter, and I thought, well, they solved the problem last time. <clears throat> so they can so I'm going back there. So I'm uh, now working with them for another 12 months, and, um, you know, again, I just feel back in that really good place again, and, and everything else starts to – also become good you know the the business feels a lot more organized now the life balance feels great you know myself and who i am i feel a lot better a lot less stressed a lot you know and, and again it's just like but you know on the on the face of it everyone might say oh ryan's doing amazingly well you know look at this the expansion of the businesses blah 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 but there is a lot that plays on behind the scenes and internally as well and you know but for me now i know that what the signs are how to combat it and where to go and get the help. And, I, you know, and I think as long as you're accepting of that and you're willing to invest in yourself, 
then you'll always be able to figure it out and weave your way through this minefield of life because it's not a straight road. It's <laughs> not. And, you know, people say it takes a village to raise a child. I think it takes a village to just be successful mm. in, as being an individual or as a business person. Like, you can't do things on your own. No. You, no. you just won't be the greatest you can be if you try and do it solo all the time. That's, that's Yeah, I, I think a lot of people accept that in business to an extent when they start to scale, but then they still – don't do that in their own life. So for me, like this year, I've I've put I've wrapped a body transformation coach within my support unit. Continue to work with them on a daily basis. I don't. I can go to the gym. I can motivate myself to go to the gym. But I need somebody to point me in the right direction with an expert mindset. You know, um, I employ business consultants. I employ tax advisors. I employ. Um, you know, the obviously my current mentor is more focused on mindset and the balance of your life and how to. I wouldn't say. Any, it's not marriage counsel or anything like that because they don't get involved with my wife. But in terms of me, it's like how to become a better husband and a better father mm-hmm. and also show up better for your family, you know? And so you, you work with the experts and you get that support network around you. And as you say, you go so much further, so much faster. Whereas I do see this a lot is people are not willing to do that and sometimes not even willing to do it in their business. Oh, I'm self-employed. I don't want to add a staff member because that's going to cost me some money and then I won't be able to. But really... Um, I think, you know, I've just recruited five people this week. So, you know, increase the wage bill by whatever, 15 grand or whatever it looks like, probably more. I don't see that as a cost. That's an investment. So for that money each month, I'm going to make that much money each month. And also I'm going to get that much time back. And, we, you know, so it has all these benefits. And I think you need to really look at that. And that goes for business, for life, for fitness, for health and all the areas. And I think you need to get it all in in sync and working at the same time, which is quite difficult. And it's scary. It's scary to scale Mm. because, you you know, most most people live paycheck to paycheck. There's only, you know, I think what top one percent of the population probably don't live like that. And. To suddenly become an entrepreneur, have a vision, and then have some money trickling in and think, okay, well, let me reinvest that back in the business by employing someone who can then give me some time back, but can also have an expertise that I don't need to worry about it, whether it's, I don't know, social media management or uh, appointment setters or whatever it might be. It's scary as hell to start to scale because the risk goes, the risk gets higher. And if you're working with people who are emotionally vulnerable, that is a that's a journey that's quite hard, without a doubt. Yeah. But if you nail it, if you nail it, then it's brilliant. The rewards are there, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And and my experience is, is those who have had very difficult lives, when they take control of what's happened to them, and they forgive what's happened, and they take all that control back, they become so fierce in business so fierce because actually the worst has already happened to them Mm -hmm. so anything other than that can only be better so they really do become just incredible incredible to watch yeah yeah and let's um so let's just move on to obviously since we uh got together worked together consulted on your business you've gone in all sorts of wonderful direction something that probably Neither of us thought would happen, but um, congrats to you on that. Um, tell us about your TV show 
and it all links back into what we've been talking about today and I think it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, so um, so it's, it's a TV channel that basically, I, the fundamentals of me is I believe that, that if we all as individuals bring ripples of change, we can create a tsunami. And the only way we can be great ancestors for three, four generations time is to act now. So I want my great grandkids to know that I thought about the planet they were going to live on and the people that were going to be the leaders of wherever they're at at that point. So to do that is to make sure that we skill everyone globally as best we can. And most people can't afford a business coach or a life coach or a PT person or some holistic therapist, whatever it might be that you need to be better as a business person or as an individual so I um, got together with some people from Clubhouse, love old Clubhouse, um, although I don't use it so much these days, I don't have the time, but um, we got together and we um, went in with Now Media TV, which is the only bilingual news station in the US, and uh, we created a TV channel called Odyssey Now, and it basically has some of the best leaders in business and in the holistic world across the universe um, bringing content on demand to the front, to, to someone's house. And it's at a really cheap, it's at cost of a coffee a week. Um, and it just gives people the skills and the knowledge they would need to scale a business, to create a business. I mean, we talk about business plans, how to start one, how to write one. We have lawyers that give content. We've got oh, just so, I mean, authors and um, some great personal trainers who do personal training for children as well as adults. Like, it's just across the board. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then from that, we intend to do some events, some live events, obviously the world being as it has been, has actually put hold on all of that. But our next journey, hopefully next year, we hoped it to be this year, but hopefully next year is where we're bringing some of those content providers to the live. And so people can come and spend three or four days basically being taught whatever you need to be the best version of yourself. I just, I just want everyone to be given all the opportunities they need regardless of whether you're financially stable or not it's for people who don't have money to people who do have money yeah and I think the reason it's amazing is because if that message got out to the world and everyone did get access to that then that top one percent would probably change into top 30 40 percent as opposed Absolutely. to 1%. but unfortunately there are only a certain amount of people who are willing to work on themselves and invest in themselves with money. And unfortunately, if you don't put the money in at times, you can't then get the help. But so it's, it's a kind of vicious circle, isn't it? You know? Uh, yeah. And that's why we keep it really cheap because mm. actually, you know, if it's the cost of a coffee, I mean, we're talking, you know, seven pounds a month mm. to be a subscriber. I mean, that's, that's less than a coffee a week. Like it's. Say, where do you drink coffee? <laughs> <laughs> um, so ultimately, it's it is it is for everyone, um, and so hopefully it shouldn't it shouldn't impact people who who worry about money because actually it's it's affordable, and then maybe they will grow and evolve and find people on the channel who they really like, and then they can maybe do some one to one coaching or whatever that might look like but yeah you're right money often stops people 
for yeah, me. Yeah, the return on the investment of seven pounds a month, if you use it, which again is another problem in life, is we get thrown so much information, but we don't actually do anything with the information, yeah. and therefore we don't actually get the results. But that's a whole different conversation altogether. <laughs> Totally. I mean, one of the things we're looking at is that every month the channel will actually do like a live um, mentoring session. So for everyone who's a subscriber, they can actually have a live session every month and we'll just change whoever the the speaker is on each month Um, and like a networking part of it as well so that people can start to network globally. Because actually the world, the thing about COVID is it's made the world even smaller. And I thought it was small to begin with, but now it's even smaller because everybody is doing everything online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can access everyone at the drop of a Zoom link. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So, okay, great. So uh, how can people, as we wrap up, connect with you and also find the channel? Um, So you can connect with me on social media. Just type in Lorraine Hardy. I think on Instagram it's actually it's Lady Lorraine Hardy um, or Lorraine Hardy original. I can't remember now. But anyway, just type in my name. I'm the first page on Google um, and it has all my links. But the channel is um, odysseynow.tv. Okay. So, yeah, and again, it also has social media platforms. Superb, superb, superb. Thank you very much for coming on. I'm sure it's been uh, packed full of value. Um, as always, if you have um, enjoyed the show, then please subscribe and share it. And you can find me, as always, on any of my channels. Please, if you want to send me a message, I will personally reply to them. And we are back on Wednesday with our property podcast, which I have the wonderful Terry Blackburn, who's a good friend of mine, uh, has done incredible things over the last couple of years with HMOs, and he's also moved into the service accommodation arena. So really excited to explore that with him. But uh, Lorraine, thank you very much for your time. And um, I should catch you soon. Have a great Christmas. Yeah, you too.